Good morning, everyone. Bang, bang. We have Will Clemente today breaking down the volatility from this week using on-chain metrics to separate the signal from the noise. Here's Will's analysis. The key takeaways for this week. Bitcoin is still range-bound between 32,000 and 40,000. Exchange flows have plateaued, no real directional trend. Stable coins are waiting on the sideline. The perpetual traders that didn't get wrecked over the last few weeks are waiting on the sideline. Futures open interest and number of futures contracts is flat. Selling is mostly being done by younger coins. Long-term holders are still adding, offsetting selling from short-term holders over the last week. Retail buying heavily, possibly attracted by lower prices. And Bitcoin remains undervalued compared to the capital flows on chain. Hope everyone's doing well. At the time of this writing, Bitcoin is still consolidating in the upper bound of a range between $32,000 and $40,000. Until price makes a decisive move in either direction, there's a lot of capital on the sidelines waiting to be deployed once the market decides. There are a lot of bids beneath us, set at $33,000 and below. In addition, there are a lot of sell orders around $40,000 and above. To break out of the range, high volume will be needed to fill those order walls. After consolidating this long, I would expect a strong move in either direction once price has that breakout of this range. Until then, we are in no man's land. In the bottom half of the chart above, you can see the number of futures contracts has been flat. Also in the chart below, you can see that futures open interest is flat. To me, this suggests the future traders that didn't get wrecked in the drop to 30K got spooked and now are waiting for confirmation out of this range before taking a directional position. The annualized spreads between spot and one-month futures contracts are flat as well. This comes after these spreads reached about 50% annualized in early April. I think this also visualizes how the amount of leverage on these different exchanges correlates to the spot and future spread. Notice that CME, the bottom line in the chart, is significantly lower than others up until mid to late May when we saw leverage get wiped out from the other platforms listed. There's also a lot of dry powder in the form of stablecoins on the sideline waiting to be deployed. This can be shown by the stablecoin supply ratio. When the stablecoin market cap grows in relation to Bitcoin market cap, the ratio goes down. Some of this decline has to do with Bitcoin's market cap going down as well. With that being said, whenever the move comes, it will likely be large. Until then, we keep trading between $32,000 and $40,000. All that trading volume is adding up. We have now formed the third largest cluster of on-chain volume this bull run, only behind the one we've talked about often between $53,000 and $59,000, and then again between $7,000 and $11,000. This is one of the reasons I've been bullish prior to the crash, as strong volume zones have historically formed a base of capital for the remainder of the bull market. Of course, that 10.5% in supply of volume is going to serve as a resistance on the way back up. Over 10% of Bitcoin's money supply has now moved between $33,000 and $40,000. However, if we lose the low 30,000s, we do not have much distribution between uh, below, aside from some at 27,000, 23,000, and of course 20K. I've included a bunch of charts that show that here. One interesting trend to note, another spike in selling from coins aged three to six months old over the week. These entities would have been bought back between December and March. There is another spike in selling from one to three month old coins as well. Coins are still being sold at a loss, although realized losses are trending down following the big price dump. Even yesterday, on Thursday, over $540 million of losses were realized by the market. Bitcoin has an uphill battle because there is fair portion of supply being uh, I'm sorry, there's a fair portion of supply bought overhead in the consolidation between 50 and 60K. Some of these buyers will be looking to minimize their losses realized by selling on what they believe is a complacency bounce on the way up. It will probably take on some t uh, more time for these coins to be accumulated, but we're on the right track. Similarly, SOPRA, S-O-P-R, on a weekly time frame, which we've described in multiple newsletters now, is on the threshold of the market selling at a profit 
or a loss. We've included a couple of charts that show we're right there teetering on the edge. Long-term holders continue to add to their holdings, plus 158,641 over the last week. They've added 305,000 Bitcoin to their holdings over the last month now. Really big numbers coming from the long-term holders. Zooming out, you get this divergence between the two, short and long-term holders. Based on historical behavior of these cohorts, we are either headed into a full-fledged bear market or, in a, or are in a mini bear market, similar to the consolidation between the two double pumps, but still in a broader bull market. At that time, there was a similar phenomenon of long-term holders stepping in and doing the heavy lifting while short-term holders panic sold. Based on metrics looking at the broader cycle, I tend to side more with the latter, but I could be wrong. In conclusion, we remain in limbo for the time being, waiting for a decisive move with volume to break us out of this 32 to 40k range. For the bulls, looking for a jolt in new whales to help do some of the heavy lifting. Want to keep seeing long-term holders offset selling from those short-term holders, many of whom are selling at a loss. For the bears, still no real price momentum. Market is still selling at a loss and is fragile. Elon moved the market again with a tweet last night. Downtrend in whales still continues while retail buying heavily. Looking forward to talking with you guys tomorrow on the podcast. Have a great weekend. And for anyone in Miami, have fun. That's it from Will. Go subscribe to his email and make sure you check out every Saturday morning the podcast that we do on YouTube uh, between Pomp and Will. All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.